So to my fellow entrepreneurs and videographers, am I really crazy for turning down a $30,000 gig? I wanna hear from all of y'all, my clients, my friends, my other media peeps. Like, what do y'all think? So here's the story. I had a potential client reach out about getting a reality TV show created. The potential client was looking to do self-distribution, so that meant that they wanted to film the entire season of 10 episodes as opposed to doing a pilot episode and pitching to a network. So I told them, hey, our day rate is something like $6,500. That included all the gear that we own, our camera guys, audio recordist, gaffer, producer, myself to orchestrate everything, and a production assistant. We're not in the business of creating lower quality vlogs. We're more in the business of creating high-end television production. So when I'm quoting clients or creating a proposal, I like to use president. I probably should've went to law school instead of film school, but here we are. So president is when a lawyer uses a previously decided case involving similar facts to make a point in his current case. So when I'm quoting a client, I ask them what's their scope of work. And if it's similar to a previous scope of work, I'll tell them I charge X, Y, Z. So I sent the client a rough quote and a few examples of our reality style work. They said they really liked the quality of the examples we sent, but didn't understand how one episode was 20 to $30,000. And then they asked, would that mean I would be charging over $100,000 for a 10 episode series? I was like, well, yeah, because 10 episodes would be at least 10 days of filming, probably more, like 15 to 20, if I'm being honest, you know, to account for testimonials and things. So that's 60 to $90,000 just for filming, and then another 50 to $70,000 to edit the episodes. We're talking about 10 episodes, 30 minutes each for an entire series. So in total, you may be looking at 100 to $150,000, which to be honest, is still a pretty low budget for a reality series. So the potential client then told me some things about the project. They told me some of the things they had achieved on social media with the social capital they had, the fact that they worked with other networks, also that some influencers around the city of Dallas could and would make an appearance on the show. I was told that the filming wouldn't be too hard. You know, mostly filming around the house, some local shops, local eatery, everything local. And the quote that the client gave me was he was trying to keep it to a two-man crew and nothing to bite his head off. Plus, they were putting thousands of dollars towards marketing efforts. So I thank them for giving us more information on the project and inform them that there's no way we could do it for less than our day rate of $6,500 if we were using our full crew. Like that's just a lot of man hours. I got multiple cinematographers, have an audio guy, a gaffer, etc. I can't make them do less man hours. Like the math don't math. The potential client then asked how would the rates looked if we did a smaller crew and just filming, no editing. So I replied, and asked, what is your budget? I probably should have started out with that, but that's my fault, rookie mistake. Always ask your client what the budget is first. So he said he had about a $3,000 day rate budget, which in total he had a $30,000 budget to film the entire series, which was 10 episodes. That's inferring that you could film 10 episodes in 10 days. I didn't really think so, but I was like, hey, let's roll with it. So I asked them if it was okay if they gave me a day or two to talk to my business partners about pulling together a smaller crew and doing the project for their smaller budget. So after we deliberated, we decided to not do the gig. We had a couple of things that were concerning for us. The first was we didn't believe we could keep the same level of quality we would have with a full crew with only using two or three guys. Also, for projects like this, I like to outsource to ensure we get the best possible product. 
for sure I would outsource the audio recorders, right? We have all the tools to do audio recording, the boom mics, the boom, all that good stuff. But with a run and gun type gig like this, in my experience, I would have definitely wanted someone designated to just do the audio. And the audio guys that I use normally have a day rate of five to $600. So over 10 days, you're talking about five to six grand just for the audio guy. There's no way I could pay my contractor what they're worth while also paying taxes, paying for craft services, hard costs like travel with a $30,000 budget. And what I won't do is pay my contractors less because the client had a smaller budget. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should have paid the contractor less, but that's just not the way that we do business here. And lastly, in my past experiences, when pricing is the main concern of the potential client, the working relationship is not always the most pleasant. My main concern as the vendor is the quality and efficiency in which we produce the final product, as well as the value I'm gonna add to my client by solving whatever problem that they're having. So if the price is the main concern of the client, there may be some disagreements there. So I decided to tell the client that we couldn't do the gig for the $30,000 budget. I didn't give any justification or reasoning for us declining to work with him, but maybe I should have. So I'm not sure other entrepreneurs, other freelance video people, do you tell clients when you decide not to work with them? Please let me know because I'm trying to get better. The reason why I say maybe I should have is because a couple days later, I got this response. The first thing that they said is that they wouldn't pay someone over $30,000 just to follow them around locally shopping and dating, which fine, I respect that. But for us as the video team, it doesn't matter if you're shopping and dating or if you're making a million dollars, we're still gonna film you for those amount of hours so the price is justified. The second thing that they said in the response was that my business partners and I were not hustlers. And that's when it got personal. I'll talk about that in a second, but wasn't really feeling that, but, but we'll, keep it, we'll keep it moving for now. So after they said we weren't hustlers, they then said that they would never turn $30,000 down for a gig that didn't involve editing. Cool, I respect that as well. But as the entrepreneur, I felt that $30,000 for the filming was way undervalued when I was quoting $60,000 to $90,000 for the filming. The potential client went on to say I could have just outsourced the gig for a fee. I could have, but I didn't. I'll get to that in a second. They finished the message by saying they weren't local to the Dallas area, but once they do get in town, they will go by local film schools and find hungry underdogs that will give them two times the value on their money, as opposed to working with a greedy company like mine. Firstly, I wanna wish to potential clients success on the project. And I mean that honestly, I seen what they had done with other networks and they said they got taken advantage of, didn't get paid. So I wish them luck with the project. I also wanna wish the videographer who does the project for $30,000, especially if it's a college age videographer, like, hey, that's awesome, make your money. So I'm not saying I'm above this type of work or that 30 grand is a small amount of money. I'm just saying I'm in a different season in my business journey now that I've been at this for eight years. I'm no longer scratching and clawing my way to make $100,000 as a business, I've done that. Now I'm learning, strategizing, and leveraging my way to make a seven-figure business. And for all of those that are out there that are richer than me, have more experience, and are better at business than me, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But I believe I cannot use the same beliefs, strategies, and the scratching and clawing that I did to make six figures and use that same thing to make seven figures. If I'm wrong, correct me, but I think I'm onto something there, right? 
That's why when I see an opportunity like this where I don't see true value for my team and I already have questions about the potential client's viewpoints, I'm now going to pass on those gigs, even when it's 30 grand involved. Because we built a business that's in a place where we're not living gig to gig, we now have the privilege to pass on deals we do not feel that are worth it. Lastly, I know we shouldn't take business personally or I get offended by the comments of others. But I'm human too, and sometimes I do get offended. And I was very offended by some of the things that the potential clients say, and I felt that I had to come to my own defense. The comments about not being a hustler or being a greedy company really got to me, y'all. I'm not gonna lie, like I thought about it a lot that day. So what I learned from this experience and other experiences like this is that as a media creative and an entrepreneur, I have to know what my company's services are worth and hold my ground on pricing, even when a larger number may be enticing. I also learned that maybe I should give a reason or a justification to a potential client if I feel that the project is not a good fit for my team and I. And the last thing I've learned is just continual learning, right? Every experience like this, I can learn something. And one of the big things I learned is to not take things personally. When I read the comments about the greedy company and the lack of hustle, yes, I took it personal because I know the hustle that's went into building this company over eight years, and I actually take pride in not being greedy, right? I pay all of my contractors what they ask for and what I feel that they're worth, and I also sometimes take too little for client gifts because I'm all about trying to give them the best value and the best price for their product. So instead of replying, I decided to put that energy into something constructive, making this video. Therefore, I could help myself be better and help other media entrepreneurs in the community of creatives. So I want y'all to let me know in the comments if I'm crazy. Was I crazy for turning down $30,000 on this gig? Am I crazy for even making this video about the situation? Am I crazy for not replying? People are like, I would've told him about himself, right? Like, y'all let me know what have I should've done? Like, I'm trying to get better, I'm trying to learn so we can all grow and be better entrepreneurs together. So as always, I appreciate y'all for watching and I look forward to seeing you on the next one.